This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Well, it's about that time we do a podcast because Boomer and Geo have vacated the premises. So Al Dukes. What do you have? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, you have a lot of quality stories today, as I always do. Quality stories. Quality stories. Uh, We talked a little bit earlier on the program about the Fire Festival documentary on Netflix. Yes, you and I have discussed that on the ride in and out of work. We have. I heard Greg mention it before. Yeah, Greg and Boomer. uh, Boomer watched it just last night as I did. Is this downloadable? Uh, I don't know how that works, the whole Netflix Mm. downloadable thing, but I would check that out. Then I also saw, I'm very interested in this, I saw in the newspaper today, they did a review of, uh, there's a Netflix um, documentary coming out about uh, Ted Bundy, the serial killer. Boy, this is right up your alley. Oh, I love a good serial killer. You know, Gina sometimes thinks I'm weird because I like the ID channel, which is all about murders. Yes. And that I'm like, that I'm very interested in this uh, Ted Bundy speaks serial killer episode right she thinks it's somewhat creepy and weird right so i had asked her i said well what do you think of a guy like stephen king he his mind creates these very bizarre horror type things sure and she said yeah i think he's as odd as well as you are yeah i was hoping to think like people look at stephen king as this artistic great author but he's got a wacko mind. He's got to have a wacko mind. Sure. But do I really have a wacko mind? You probably do. If there's an entire channel devoted to murders. Well, you like to watch mysteries. it though. I like, like you went through you went through a phase where you were watching the ID channel yeah. because you were hooked and locked in on the Golden Gate Killer. Yeah, the Golden like, State I couldn't, Killer. I couldn't go a day without you referencing the Golden Gate Killer. Right. It was as Golden if State. me saying, I didn't care, didn't matter. Right. I needed to get a sweatshirt that blinked lights that said, I don't care. Right. You were not interested. You were locked in oh, on the murder. Very locked in. I am not. I don't want to think about murder. I want to think about happy things. Oh. But I like the idea that imagine, like, you don't even know. Like, the person who was married to the Golden State killer didn't even know he was a Golden killer. Golden State or Golden Gate? Golden State. Oh, I thought he killed his people around the bridge. Nope. So just the Golden State. All of so uh, Oakland. Uh, California is known as the Golden State, evidently. The Warriors are in Oakland, though. Uh, yes, they already knew that. Uh, oh, I only know that when we went to the Super Bowl in San Francisco. About three or four years said, ago. The uh, Warriors play over there. 
And I said, what's over there? They said Oakland. Right. Why aren't Golden they the State. Oakland Warriors then? Well, they're going to be the San Francisco Warriors because they're moving right next to the baseball stadium next year. And the Raiders should have been the Golden State Raiders. Could have been. Now they'll be the Vegas Raiders. I will download Sebastian Maniscalco's new. Yes. I just got a notification that that's available. I enjoyed that. download. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. That's that's big time right there. But yeah. I can't find this mime music festival. Fire. F Y. Oh, fire. I thought it was mime. Nope. Oh. Fire is F Y R E. It's no fire is F I R E. No, no, but for the fire festival. F Y R E. Oh. Well, so he was clever. He used a different <laughs> yeah. spelling. Oh, well, wait do you see this? This guy very clever. It's kind of like you. Your name is Al, but you spell you spell it A H L. Most people spell it A L. That's why people can't find the podcast. No one knows how to friggin spell your name no it is very odd though when i when when someone needs to write down my name for something and they'll say what is your name sir i'll say al and they'll spell that they'll say a l l i'm like no that's all (laughs) you moron (laughs) a l that's it oh man all right jerry let's get to the stories here we normally uh throughout the year we've done stories and actually throughout the year just started Throughout the three or four years that we've done this podcast, we've done numerous stories on men who have received bionic penises. Two. Two stories. Two men that have received bionic penises. That's what I would have thought, Jerry. But according to this latest information uh, from the UK, that in the last year alone, more than 450 men had received bionic penises. In the UK alone? In the UK, 458 men. Mostly cancer survivors. Okay. Or... Men with type 1 diabetes. All right, so this is not by choice. Not by choice. This is because of medical issue. Yes, in fact, the the doctor from the who's also a president of the British Society of Sexual Medicine, Jerry. Hmm. How do you get he, into that, do you think? He spoke to The Sun, which is the big newspaper out there. Quote, these are men who have come to the end of the line. Uh, whose son is this? The Sun is the magazine. Oh. Newspaper. Got it. But the doctor said, these are men who have come to the end of the line with every other treatment. The penile right. prosthesis works quite well. Most men are pretty pleased with the results. Now, I did look for some more statistics, Jerry, and found that the average patient is 57 years old. Oh, so you're going to be I'm about eight possible years, candidate soon. Eight years away from a bionic penis. Does that freak you out? That I may be uh, up for a bionic penis? you're eight years away from being 57. Uh, Yeah, that does not (laughs) feel great. That sounds like a big number. That is a very large number, Jerry. Uh, 70 patients in their 30s and 40s. Really? That failed to respond to Viagra or other remedies. So now they they had to go to the bionic penis? Yeah, it's a last-ditch effort. Mm. Boy, that's rough. I've heard of the one place. I won't say the name because I think we run their commercials. Okay, what about it? But they don't say in the commercials how it helps your penis, but I've heard that it's injections. Injections into the penis? Yeah, that you take, like, instead of, like, men have a bottle of Viagra that they could take before sex. A pill. This involves having needles at home. Who's doing that? When you, desperate men, that when it's about to go down, you run into the bathroom, inject... Oh, yeah, because that's not going to hurt. Come running out. I guess you get used to it. Why don't you try it? I would not try that. Three I'd weeks go, of injecting your penis. I'd, I'd go bionic penis before. No, you wouldn't. You would not. You would go celibate <laughs> is what you that's would true. go. <laughs> You'd that's be like, true. you know what? Don't really need it. <laughs> right. That's true, Jerry. I would not go I could buy a ceramic penis. for her. <laughs> All right. What? A ceramic, Jerry? A what glass. How about glass? A glass. 
Pam Anderson. She uses glass. Is not happy with pornography. Why is that? Is she not in it any longer? Exactly. She says the worst lovers watch porn and are numb and desensitized, needing more variety and even violence. That's why you want to become celibate. (laughs) Porn is not what love looks like. Porn is fantasy. Yes. She also said that vegans make the best lovers. It's proven, she said. How? Who and proved it? it? And then I have another... The well, no, another study by PETA. PETA? PETA King? No, PETA, the people for the ethical treatment of animals. They also want you to go vegan saying it's better for your genitals. What do you think of these stories, Jerry? Uh, I think going vegan is probably better for your life. I don't know that it's better for your balls. Uh, okay, that's fair enough. I don't like people like a Pam Anderson who is famous for being a very... Her sexual appeal. Yes, sexual appeal. And her her video on the boat with Tommy Lee. Right, which was pornography. No, that was? Yeah. Because you could say posing in Playboy is not pornography. It's just nudity. It's art. But she is famous, one of her things, for that Tommy Lee sex tape. So would you call her an adult actress? No, because she would claim that that was a personal video that was then put out there so it was a voyeur tape she also had a tape with uh brett michaels from poison really which i did see shocking (laughs) you're kidding really you saw it i did see that i mean you've lived alone for 35 years i would like to think that you have seen these things i may have seen that one like who's gonna stop you right nobody maybe now on the weekend you'll be stopped but right i mean honestly i gotta put the pam anderson videos on my big screen tv who's stopping me jerry how much black electrical tape you have over your computer home (laughs) over all the potential cameras (laughs) alexa you're not listening to this are you his iphone is taped up yeah i'm blocking the microphone so siri can't hear me are you you have alexa earmuffs yeah (laughs) Alexa, then I test it. Alexa, you can't hear me, can you? Alexa. Alexa kind of screwed me yesterday. Why is that? When I take a nap, I use Alexa to set an alarm. Okay. As opposed to the phone. As opposed to the phone. Yeah, I don't know why. I like the idea of Alexa waking me up. (laughs) You're lonely. Help me. (laughs) Help me. So I asked Alexa to uh, I set an alarm for 90 minutes. I was taking a long nap. So it went off in 90 minutes. So I thought, let me do another 10 minutes. Okay. So I said, Alexa set a timer for 10 minutes. And she woke you up at 10 p.m. <laughs> and you were up all night. It was frozen. You know, the light was on, Alexa? Really? It was frozen. It never got my information. How about that? I woke up an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny that we call this speaker by a person's yeah. name? It's so ridiculous. Also sucks for anyone really named Alexa. That too. Yes. You Although I don't call know any Alexas. Alexis. You can call it other things, too. Like uh, You can program it? You can call it hey, Echo. dumbass. Or I, I don't know if you probably can call it dumbass. Think it would respond to that? I wonder, Have... like, could we name it Jerry? Go for it. Jerry, what's the temperature in Matawan? Can, can we change the sound of the voice? Like, can I record some oh, stuff? Because you don't want to be like... It's 17 degrees, you bald ass. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be very specific. Yes, that would be fun. You're right. Alexa has that very calming voice. Very common voice, yeah. It's 12 degrees in Matawan. Have you ever yelled at Alexa and it says, I'm sorry you feel that way? I have not. Really? Yeah, no. Wow. I have said thank you to Alexa and she says something like, you're welcome. No, absolutely. It's got its responses. You could also ask Alexa to give you a compliment. 
Yeah, I mean, we're really getting lonely, aren't well, we? I mean, that's pathetic. Gina and I have done that. The two of you have yeah. done that? Compliment we, each other. No, no, we keep asking Alexa to compliment us. Oh, God. She's more creative. Alexa, tell us what a wonderful couple we are. <laughs> you are wonderful. Jerry, you were familiar with the uh, blood moon from the other night, right? I'm not. You really? <laughs> really? That there was like a, a lunar eclipse on Sunday night. They called it either the Wolf Moon. Uh, I the was blood watching moon, the Patriots on Sunday night. The Blood Wolf Moon. This Barely happened after Sunday the game. Night. No, I was not paying attention. Nor did I care to. Well, some people were really into the the uh, Blood Moon, the lunar eclipse. Right. And unfortunately for a couple in West Palm Beach, Florida, they took to a very dark park, laid on the road, and were looking up at the blue moon when a slow driving police officer ran them over. Oh, my God. They're okay, though. They are okay. Oh, my God. Police say that around 11.30 p.m. at the height of the eclipse, the officer was patrolling in the park and driving around five miles an hour when he ran them over. What idiots. The park was, quote, extremely dark. So they were, well, did he have headlights? Uh, (laughs) That's a good question. It's not all the information here. Two 24-year-olds, a couple. 24-year-old man, 24-year-old woman. But they're lucky to be alive. In West Palm Beach. Yeah, you would think you would hear the cop car, see the headlights. Two tons rolling towards you. Right. The cop was probably, he was probably looking up at the (laughs) lunar Which I could see, and going slow enough to where he wasn't (laughs) concerned about anything. Yeah. When when you say ran them over, meaning the car ran over them and they weren't run over with the tires, or it didn't, didn't. Like a speed bump. Like, how would that not injure them? Yeah, I don't know. Story didn't say that, or did you mm. not read it? I did read it. You did read that. It was a really short story, though. Yeah, it's right up your alley. Four paragraphs or four lines and out. Yeah. Hmm. Have you ever right laid over. down in the middle of the street and looked not. at the moon? No. Have you ever barked at the moon? No. Howled at the moon? Nope. I didn't even do the eclipse when everyone was getting those glasses from, like, 7-Eleven. I did that. You did? I, I did that. We made the, we, they made, the boys made the glasses in school. So I went out, I checked it out. You did. It was creepy because it was like so hazy and like dark, but it was the middle of the day. It was very weird. But then you looked at the the sun or whatever the hell it was, and it was cool looking. The I was moon. like, all right, I'm done. Kind of like the Grand Canyon. Right. Saw it. I'm good. Back this inside. This is great. Right. Now what? Nothing. Right. Back inside. And don't look up until it was over. Blood, wolf, moon, solar eclipses. I have no interest in any of those. Total eclipse of the heart. Who sang it? Go. Bonnie Tyler. Nice job. That's pretty impressive. That's right. I was looking at our hotel in uh, Atlanta. Why? Just to see what was around it. Nothing. We're in Atlanta. Nothing. Yeah, really not a lot No, going I looked on. already. Nothing. I was hoping that, uh, like, I was trying to think what Atlanta was known for. And people are like, the college. Peaches. Right, peaches. Georgia peach. Yeah. Falcons. Falcons, Braves. Right, the Braves. We're the also Hawks. staying We're staying very near the Centennial Park. Would you like me to get Thrasher tickets? You want to go to a hockey game? No. They don't exist anymore. You told me that <laughs> last I thought, time. I thought I'd get that, get that by you. <laughs> the Centennial Park is where our hotel is near, and that's where... The bombing of the Olympics. Yeah, that's all I think about. Yeah. They should have renamed that. Not Centennial Park. Where the dude... You uh, want to name it Not Centennial Park? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see if I could get that. When I get down there, who do I talk to? <laughs> the mayor of Atlanta. Yeah. Mayor of Atlanta. Why don't we rename this not like Centennial it? Park? How about um, Falcon Park? <laughs> stupid. Steve Bartkowski Park. Bartkowski Park. The Dirty Bird Park. Right. Now, you were asking me, you said, is Jamal 
Jamal, uh, what the heck's his name? The the Dirty Bird. Yeah, no, I know who you're talking Jamal about. Jamal Andrews? Yeah. Who? Jamal Andrews? Jamal Andrews. Yeah, keep going with that. Jamal Anderson. Jamal Anderson. Right. You said, is Jamal Anderson going to be on Radio Row? Who would make sense? He was I a thought so. legendary Falcon. Until you told me what he's been up to lately. Yeah, he's been up to... Jail. Um, yeah. Not great. He's has something going on substance abuse-wise. Yeah, that's not good. Because he keeps getting busted at convenience stores and things mm. at weird hours in the night. Did you see, I forget who it was, they had their car stolen in the convenience store the other night. They left their car running, ran inside yeah. to grab a cup of coffee. Can't they had the keys. Now, here's what's interesting about that. I thought if you had the keys, the car would not operate. No. you could. It, it could stay running, yeah. but apparently it goes. It goes. I'll tell you what, because uh, Gina's car is like that, and sometimes if I'm dropping her off at the store uh, and she runs in and she's got the, the key in and her purse. And then you go purse, park. And I go drive around. It'll say no key. Right. You can't shut the car off and start it again. But I could drive. But you could drive it to Mexico. If I you could want. drive it to Mexico. Holy cow! I'm thinking of doing it. Teach her a lesson next time. And so that shows me that when I left my car running for eight hours <laughs> in New York City, I really caught a break. You did catch a break. I only had that car for a week at that time. That would have sucked. And you left it running all day long while you worked from 4 a.m. until 11:30. Yeah, by accident. Yes. Thought I didn't realize it turned. Because I was not used to having the hybrid car. Right. So when I parked, the engine turned itself off. And very quiet. I never hit the power button. Right. So it continued to turn itself on and off, on and off. And so it was 20 degrees outside. I got to my car and it was a toasty warm 73. We should have done that this morning. I would try it. Keep your car running for eight hours. Can we pay the guys up front to watch the car, make sure no one steals it? Yeah, no one's stealing your car, Jerry. Yeah. A Kentucky man built a giant snowman on his front yard. And put giant testicles on it. No, Jerry. I didn't do that. No. Portland, Kentucky. Portland, Kentucky. Sure, that's not Portland, Maine. Portland, Kentucky. Portland, Oregon. Cody Lutz made a large, giant snowman on his front yard. Giant testicles. No testicles. Testicles. Jerry, how do you know the difference between a snowman and a snowwoman? (laughs) The balls. Snowballs. (laughs) Well, he built up this um, uh, snowman. Very large. Then one day he came it was out. A fat snowman. It was a very large fat snowman. Then one day he came out, and uh, there were tire tracks leading up to his snowman. Someone tried to run it over, not knowing he built it on a giant stump. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody crashed right into it, <laughs> backed up and left. Hey, you know it serves you right. You know when people you see that sometimes, like when I was in high school, my friends when we would drive around, when they would see people. Um, would sweep their leaves into yeah. the street. No, you weren't the type that would blow them back on the uh, to drive the over them. Until one day, when people what people started doing when kids were doing this, they would put their leaves in a giant pile by the fire hydrant on top oh, of the fire. No. So then people were running over and hitting fire hydrants. Serves you right. Wow, that's awful. Serves you right. Did you ever were your little bastard friends the type that would when someone would be on the sidewalk walking after like a rainstorm or water yeah, on the sidewalk. Them. Yes. There was one kid, Dave Miller, I think used to do this. Bad guy. But, well, no, a prankster. Yeah, isn't that funny? Okay. Here's funny. You drive, there's a guy on the sidewalk, you honk the horn, you wave the other way because the person thinks, oh, someone sees me. Right. That's a prank. Running through water to get someone soaking wet with that disgusting mud water? Sewer not water. Funny. That's not funny. Form of bullying, Al. That's what I think that is. It is now. Back then, that was That's not bullying. auto-bullying. Do I have time for one more, Jerry? Go for it. And finally, Jerry, the government shutdown is generally hurting businesses 
except for the porn business. <laughs> Pornhub has reported... Where has Pornhub been? ...an almost 6% increase in areas of the country where there are a lot of government workers. For okay, example... everywhere. Washington, D.C. Right. Up almost 6% compared to before the government shutdown. So... Think Chuck Schumer is checking out Pornhub? Chuck Schumer? I'm going to say no. You're going to say no? Yeah, I'm going to give uh, Chuck, old Chuck, the benefit of the doubt. Nancy Pelosi. Uh, no. Donald Trump. Uh, Trump, sure. <laughs> you didn't even hesitate. Now, look at this, Jerry. I'm going to tell you what, when it's increased in uh, 6%, what category showed the biggest increase in traffic during the government shutdown? Farmers uh, only. The first one, outdoor sexual activity. There you go. What does that mean? In a park? Anywhere outdoors. Number two, threesome. Okay. And number three, a combination of old and young people. So oh, either like a old 70 man, year old woman and a 20 year old guy? Yeah, or vice versa. At some point, you get into that business, right? Which business is this? Pornography? Uh, butcher shop. At some point, you get into that business. Let's say you, yeah. let's say you break in. You're twenty. You're a twenty five right. year old guy. You're in shape, and things you're are like, going fine. I get to sleep around with all these beautiful women, and then they come to you one day and they're like, "Listen, we have a story for you." Oh, you do? Yeah, we're gonna pay you eighty thousand dollars. Need you to take care of her for the next sixty minutes, and then she walks out, and she's seventy three. Hmm. Like, are, I know you're acting. Yeah. I guess you got to put the needle in the penis, right? <laughs> no? I guess. Like, how does that work? It does How do you get yourself uh, motivated enhanced. to do that? And on like the steroids. flip side. Yes. Well. It's steroids, Jerry. And performance-enhancing drugs. <laughs> that would be performance-enhancing for yeah. sure. And I guess the same way, too. You get an old sloppy guy. Right. And a young, beautiful woman. Like, yes. how does she yeah. get herself ready for that? Right. It's a terrible business. I guess that's where you're really acting. Terrible business, Jerry. Could you do it? I could not. You could not? No. There's actually good documentaries on um, Netflix called After Porn Ends. Yes, you turn, You told me about that. There's a third one now. I which... actually couldn't watch it anymore. Really? I watched it for 20 minutes. I couldn't remember. Because remember when the girl, the pair, the mom found out and she had to tell her dad? No, that the, you were watching uh, called, uh, that was a different one. This oh, is, was? This is a women who... Oh, I know. I saw the one you are talking about. Yeah, and then they have kids stars. later. Yes. And how their lives... That one was okay. Yeah. What was the other one that you told me about? Like Hot Girls Wanted or... Nah, maybe that was it. I couldn't like watch that. it. Yeah, that was That one was... That was horrendous. Yeah, terrible life. No good. Terrible. Right. Jerry. I gotta go. Something not terrible, the warm-up show. That was pretty good. It's terrific. If you get into that business, the warm-up show business... You'll never leave it. You will never leave it. You will prosper. You will be... It'll be good for your soul. All right, wrap this up. All right, Jerry. So... It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, perhaps, but here we are on a Tuesday morning. Al Dukes, what you got? How you doing? I did pitch to uh, WFAN. How about we all do 12-minute shows? And just, Everybody. Yeah, it'd be fresh. Like, every time we turn on, it's a new guy hosting. Uh, new the, man, the new woman. The name of the show is Mike's On. It's Mike's Off in 12 minutes. Yeah. I don't think 12 minutes works. Get your calls in quickly. I am out of here in 12 minutes. Uh, pretty much. Jerry, I see uh, that the... Baseball Hall of Fame announcements will be this evening at 6 p.m. 
That's well, correct. Would be on MLB Network, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And they say, oh, Mariano Rivera could be the first unanimous voter, getting all votes. Right. There was one kind of tool guy who said he wasn't going to vote for He's him. He's refraining so from voting completely, he, I believe. So then is that really 100%? Um, well, it's 100% of the people that voted. And then I know you're going to think I'm being stupid here. This is a real question. No, I think that a lot. Eddie could answer or you could answer. Yeah. Babe Ruth didn't get 100% of the vote? Yes, not. Nor did Mickey Mantle. Nor did Ken well, Griffey Jr. That's stupid. Griffey's the closest, I believe. Yeah. 99 99.3. something, right. Right, exactly. Because there are those idiots out there that believe no one should get another shot up. But back in Babe Ruth era, there were like 12 guys playing baseball. How did well, he not? 12 guys, but he had home runs more than teams at home runs. And I were... don't know. And there was like two newspapers in the country. They probably didn't believe that he was doing what he was doing because there was no internet. So how is a guy oh, like, right. think about that, a guy in, I no internet. Know, guy in Cleveland, how's he ever watching Babe Ruth play? There's no TV. Listening on the radio, point. I suppose. That's where all these fake Babe Ruth stories came from. Well, I mean, they are detailed. We don't know that. Well, we don't know anything. Babe Ruth once hit a ball over 19 neighborhoods. Who says who? <laughs> well, no one ever said that. Who actually. saw it? He did live in an orphanage. We do know that. We did hear about that, yeah, the orphanage. Well, he was a fat guy playing ball. Yes. Drank beers, true. slammed cigarettes, hit Correct. home runs. We have photos. Although he was hitting home runs when you get, like, in my little league, we played in the back of Colonia Junior High School, and there were no fences, so you hit a ball in the gap, it was a home run. Well, we've done this before. I yeah. do believe that the theory is that home runs when Babe Ruth first started, when they bounced over the fence, were considered home runs. So does this mean that Mariano Rivera is the greatest ball player of all time? It does not. He's gotten more votes than Ken Griffey Jr. and Babe Ruth. It just means he'll be the first one where everybody votes for him that voted. That's all it means. Okay. Greatest closer of all time. Greatest baseball player? I would say no. Hmm. Hmm. Ken Griffey Jr. is still the best I've ever seen. Is that right? Yes, I would say so. Is he the greatest Yankee, though, of all time, Mariano Rivera? Ken Griffey Jr. Rivera. didn't play for the Yankees. No, no, I'm saying Mariano oh. <laughs> Rivera. He's getting 100% sure of the vote. I'm sure there are those that think that, yeah. That's up to you. Why I'm does sure it... the older people might say Mickey Mantle or why... Joe DiMaggio. Why is that one guy not voting? He doesn't Because he doesn't want to throw off the My, system? I don't know. I, I oh. just To me, it's stupid. This is your chance to be a tool. <laughs> yes, you could be. But then you can go on with Steve Summers and hang get, up on him. Get yelled at. Right, because that was the guy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's that same dude? Uh, no, I don't think so. That was a guy from San Diego for something else, I believe. But same notoriety. If it yeah. wasn't him, I forget who it is. When I asked you about Babe Ruth not getting 100%, I thought you were going to tell me they didn't do it that way back then. I have then. no idea how they did it back in the 1940s. I have no idea. Were you alive? I wasn't. I, I know was you're not. getting older, but you're not, you weren't around in the 1940s. I was not around. It no. is good to finally see guys that, when we were kids, Jerry, getting no, it's not. Getting into the like Hall I'm of Fame. old. Like Mariano Rivera going to the Hall of Fame already? Yeah. Can you believe it's been five years since he pitched? Yeah, I could believe that. Oh. Seems about right. About five years. Because well, it is. Doesn't seem right. It is right. All right. It doesn't seem right. Eli Manning's agent, his name is Tom Condon. Someone asked him, someone caught condom up with him. What? Condon? Tom Condon? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I was talking to Eddie. Oh, I'm sorry. What about the condom? No, no. The Eli Manning's has an agent. His name is Tom Condon. Oh, okay. He was asked about Eli returning to the Giants. What'd he say? Shoot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a happy fella. <laughs> shoot, yeah? All right. Well, maybe he's from Texas. Then he said, I think so. So he's he said, shoot, yeah. I think so. <laughs> a 
Well, Eli wants to return. That's pretty much what he's saying. And they said, well, he still hasn't talked to the Giants yet, this Tom Condon. And many people say he rarely goes on the record. This was going on the record. He wants to get it known that oh, Eli hell wants yeah. to be back. Oh, oh hell, hell yeah. yeah. Yes. Shoot yeah. Shoot yeah. I don't see you as a shoot yeah guy. No. Shoot yeah. No. Or Bob Dwyer. No. I could see Billy Bob Cooter, the uh, offensive coordinator dude who got, lost, got fired. lost his job in yeah. Detroit. He's I could gone. see him saying, like, oh, are you hoping to get another coaching job in the NFL? Shoot yeah. Because you feel like he talks like a cowboy. Yes. Right. Because his name's Billy Bob. We're an agent for a New York quarterback, I would feel like, doesn't talk like a cowboy. You want him to sound like Brody Van Wagenen. Yes. Right. Absolutely. He's not saying, shoot, yeah. Right. No chance. No chance. No. The referees, Jerry, in the NFC title game between the Saints and Rams had to change hotels after the game. I wonder why. I was thinking this, though. Let's say I'm the type of loser that wants to go after a referee because of a bad call. You mean like the 50, 50, oh, 50 or 70,000 people in New Orleans yeah. from the other night? I would not even know where to begin to find out what hotel. I think you just start calling hotels in the area <laughs> asking for the officials. Did a bunch of guys in black and white striped shirts walk through here? <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, yes, they're on the 10th floor. Thank you. <laughs> well, I don't think they're giving away their room number, but they'll connect you to their room. Yeah, that's always been weird to me. Remember, I don't know about you, but I know Eddie remembers this. When we used to produce, yes. play hotel bingo. <laughs> I, could, could you connect me to Derek Jeter's room, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, sir. Okay. <laughs> Start ringing. Right, because MLB would put out a book every year. Their media guide yeah. would tell you where on the road yes. the team stayed. We're not supposed to share that. Right. But we would know and we would call. Yeah. Hi, thank you for calling the Embassy Suites in Atlanta. How may I help you? Tom Glavin, please. <laughs> does he know you're calling? He does. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, I called once with Beningo for Ron Artest when he was drafted on uh, just because he was from St. John's and he got drafted in the first round of the uh, draft. And so Joe's like, hey, try call. I forget where they're. I think I want to say Chicago, whatever. He's like, call some hotels, get Ron Artest on. So I was in luck. Connected, run our test. Let's come on with Joe Beningo on the fan. Talk about this big night. Sure, my pleasure. Put him on. Joe's this long-winded question. He starts answering. And then Joe's like, I got to tell you, Ron, you sound old. He goes, well, I am his father. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our bad. <laughs> Whoops. Now, did you ask for Ron Artest or did you ask for Meta World Peace? Well, this was long before the stupidity of Meta World Peace. Oh. It was Ron Artest. Yeah, uh, back in those days, there were not many sports radio stations. Right. Uh, th- one of the earlier ones, other than FAN, was down in Florida, uh, down in the Tampa area. And uh, we would play the hotel bingo as well when someone would come in to like um, meet with the Buccaneers, sure. like a big name. And the, you could find them more than in New York. Right. We have cell phones now where everybody's accessible and you can't find anybody. Right. Back then, you get a guy in his hotel room. No problem. But they weren't getting flooded. Like now there's right. three sports stations in every city. Right. We have two within 10 feet of one another. Here. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The sports networks and things. So you can't do that anymore. Whether it's upside down or not, it exists. But there also used to be a lot of pressure to be like, you know, Brett Favre's in town. Right. Uh, the Bucks are playing the Packers. Get him on. And get him on. He's at the Marriott. Call him. What, what was it? A, what, A-Rod had a nickname. What was his name? Johnny Vegas or something? What was his? That's uh, what he would stay under. Do you remember he had like an assumed name that he stayed at? I thought that was Michael Vick. Well, Vick had, I mean, a lot of the bigger stars started doing that. Yeah. But A-Rod had a, I don't remember Are you, like, name. when I go down to Atlanta, Jerry, if I want to hide from my numerous fans. Are you expecting people to call you in your hotel? Am I allowed to check in under a different name without ID? You might be able to tell them. 
Um, if I don't anyone, know, though. Uh, please put put me down as Al Hughes instead of Al Dukes. Well, actually, I don't people want, might track you down that way. I don't want people idiot. finding me. There are people that believe that's your name. Yeah. I, I mean, actually thought you were going to put an ad in the Constitution Journal. <laughs> <laughs> that I'll be in town. <laughs> That's actually. Did you see what happened to the? Remember D Ford? D Ford, the yes. fellow who uh, lined up uh, incorrectly on the Chiefs. Yes. Did you see a couple of things that happened with him no. yesterday? No. This is right up your alley. Yeah. Why well, did I miss this? So a guy goes on to Wikipedia where you can get the definition of neutral zone, and he changed it to say in American football the neutral zone can be described as the length of the football or roughly the distance between the Chiefs and the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's, apparently, it was there about 10 minutes before they, they took it down, which is funny. And then there's a D Ford that lives in England. Uh-oh. Nice older lady. She's got a Twitter account. D Ford of the Chiefs doesn't. Right. She got pummeled. This I don't understand. When people go on Twitter and get the wrong person. Well, how about... There's probably an old woman gardening. Well, Nothing yes. to do with the Chiefs. <laughs> Pretty much. The, the, I'll just give you a couple of them real quick. All right. They... One to the wrong D Ford. You took food from my family's mouth tonight because you couldn't get your 300 pound ass on time. <laughs> <laughs> then there's the WTF, but spelled out properly. All right. You had one job and you blew it. Eat bleep, D Ford. <laughs> you suck. And then there's one who, after she says, you've got the wrong person, yeah. I'm a woman living in, living in England. <laughs> the guy writes back, well, even though you're not the D Ford, I'm still going to send you the anger your way. How the hell you let up off sides? <laughs> <laughs> These people are nuts. I saw there may be a class action lawsuit. From the gamblers. From the Saints game, which right. I lost money on. But you lost the other game, too. No, no, but I, I bet separately. Oh. I bet a well, you should get Rams win. Maybe oh, you I've... can win back your $4. Class action, right, exactly. <laughs> class action lawsuits, I'll get them from, like, companies that I've uh, done business with. You know, it'd be like... Uh, 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 let's Sears say, Roebuck. Company. Yeah, let's say yeah. There's a class action lawsuit against Sears Roebuck. Uh, fill out all this paperwork. For you could get, right, you could get nine <laughs> cents. I'm not going to fill out paperwork for nine cents. Exactly what they want you to do. I'll, I'll give you one more before we take a break. Uh, this one was pl- pretty direct to D Ford, the woman in England. Right, the wrong D Ford, wrong one. Bleep you, and I hope your wife leaves you. Alrighty, she's. <laughs> they take this I've seriously. Got a <laughs> Not a wife. Could you imagine you open up your Twitter and you see thousands of mentions yeah. and it's all bleep you, hope you drop dead, yeah. hope your wife leaves you? Well, Come one on. of my tweets must have gone viral. I have 4,000 <laughs> at mentions. Yeah, not quite. We have to take a break. All right, Jerry. When we come back, Al held on to a big story and then Boomer and Geo at the top of the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, here we go. Nets won, Knicks lost. Al, you got 12 seconds. All right, Jerry. I see CBS. (laughs) Good one. CBS is trying to lock up Tony Romo before he becomes a free agent. They should. Or the Cowboys offensive coordinator. And gets big bucks, Jerry. Big cash. I hope he doesn't take your cash. Clam up. (laughs) 